What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. I am Trizzy. I'm chilling here with my co-hustler, Leah. What's up, Leah? How you doing? Hey, everyone. We are two voices, two views, two ways to adventure anywhere. The last episode we released was with Danielle Desir, who is this financially savvy traveler who teaches people that you could save, work, travel, and buy a house all at the same time. Like she literally does it all. She has a full-time job and a blog and a podcast and speaking engagements. Great learning from her, Danielle Desir Mm -hmm. of The Thought Card. So we came back on and we're like, why don't we share how we budget, how we save, how we travel hack, because it's so different from ev- for everyone. Leah brought the budgeting. Leah brought the savings, like pre-trip, during trip. Mm-hmm. And then I threw in a little bit of my spice of just travel hacking, getting more for your bucks, basically. Mm-hmm. I just want to feel like I've, you know, won like a trophy, which is cashbacks or cashback in mileage. So, yep. yeah. Absolutely. And so we hope that you will take away from this episode, you know, a little tip or trick that you have never considered before, or a new card or program or site that you've never heard of. Or if you want to exchange your favorites, drop us a DM, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, leave us a comment on YouTube. We want to hear how you save, how you budget before, during, you know, goals that you give yourself, any cool travel hacks, um, you know, Trizzy came with some really good ones. There's a lot of good resources out there, but you know, we do it ourselves. So we had to come drop some knowledge. <laughs> Cheers, Leah. Cheers. Cheers. As always, our um, coffee and our tea fuels our travels, right? So I always like to share um, what we're drinking. So today I just have a little hot latte. I mocha pot brewed some Cafe Bravo local roaster out here in Los Angeles and Cafe Bravo Cafe Rica with uh, some milkadamia vanilla milk. I love some macadamia milk. It's my favorite. And a little bit of silk oatmeal creamer. Girl, you're so fancy. You make your own (laughs) coffee. I'm over here just drinking peach oolong loose leaf tea. I got it from Percolate. I mentioned percolate before they are in Santa Monica and this was the other bag that I got peach oolong tea it's very refreshing so it's good for a hot day and you put some ice in it so it's a good cold tea if you need to but mm-hmm. I needed it for my throat so it's a little warm right now um <laughs> Leah can you show us your mug yes it's my friends in Australia how cute Aww. is that shout out to the <laughs> homies in Australia the homies the flaggies because we're all from different countries so we call ourselves the flaggies, the flaggies. <laughs> they made it f- yeah they made it for me as my going away gift mm-hmm. <laughs> if you find any value in our episode today or any previous episodes rate us review us on apple Podcasts. we're there help us out Um, Your feedback means the world to us and it helps other people who may be interested in a travel podcast find us easier. Mm -hmm. And please, you know, share this episode with a friend if you find it useful. That's like the highest one, the highest compliments you can pay us. But like we said, you can also leave us a review, a comment, a question on our Facebook page, YouTube channel. You can also now support our work 
with monetary donations by buying us a coffee. And we link that in the show notes as well. It's buymeacoffee.com forward slash ticket to anywhere. So enjoy this money episode. Hey there, it's Trizzy and Leah, your host for the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. We created this travel podcast for you, who's just as obsessed with exploring the globe as we are. We each travel a different way and even have different work schedules, but every episode we aim to widen your worldview, inspire you to consider a destination near or far, or learn from others. With us, you can adventure from anywhere. Keep in touch with us on social media at Ticket to Anywhere Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Never miss an episode by subscribing to Ticket to Anywhere Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. And hit subscribe to follow our visual podcast on YouTube. Leah, I'm very excited for this episode. And you know why? This is more about money, saving mm-hmm. money getting more rewards back getting incentives back because that's how i do if i purchase mm-hmm. something for my trip i want a little something back and i'm gonna show you guys how that works absolutely and then i came with more of the saving money before a trip before as you know if you don't know i am a long-term backpacker so i travel for long periods of time and i try to spend as little money as possible so what I'll be talking about is, you know, like saving and and budgeting while you're on the road, saving before you go, where to start where you like are literally at zero dollars in savings, you know, so I'll get into that. You know, I'm getting real here. Like I've been at rock bottom and I've been at negative before I've been at zero in my account. I've been at zero and then owe people money. So from that, you know, like in my 20s, I had no sense of saving. I got told save for a rainy day. Okay, for what? For how much? I, um, I was in the mindset, this is so horrible. And you know, I'm being very like vulnerable here. But I thought when I had money, I had to spend it because I could, Mm, right? right? Because I could. So um, I had no concept of saving. And of course, like I'm a completely different person from who I was six years ago. But in those six years, I've had highs and lows. That's why I'm very, very strict on my budget. But to the point Mm. where like, yeah, I have to give, well, not not recently, but like, you know, not since pandemic, I feel like a lot of us, you know, who are lucky enough to still have jobs and income, right, have have been saving quite a bit because we spend our money on travel, we haven't been traveling too much. But um, I feel that, you know, I had to sacrifice a lot beforehand when I needed to, to increase my savings and like budget a lot for certain things, whether it's, you know, saving up for a house or a trip, like there's, I'm not making a zillion dollars a month, I wish. <laughs> But I have to be smart. I have to be realistic. And I've seen myself at rock bottom. So I know exactly like how much and what I need to get back to a stable level. You're inspiring me. You're inspiring a lot of people. You might not know it. But you're frugal too. I am. Yeah. I have my ways. Yeah. But I'm not as structured. I used to be very structured, but it just went whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everything just went kind of during the pandemic. So yeah, for sure. (laughs) But back then I was like, okay. First things first, um, I needed to go with a goal in mind. So I'll be very transparent. I went to South America with eight, about $8,000, right, in cash. I had a line of credit that was probably like five grand. So I had that available to me. Um, incoming, though, so that's I, what I had. Incoming throughout 2016, though, I had an inheritance, 
which added up to six grand, sporadic income because I worked while I was in South America, my tax return, right, which was about 1200 and a legal settlement settlement with a big media company that paid us all out. So I got about $1,000 out of that. So I had nice. income coming in, but like the only money I pay you, this is what finance tells you. Like you have to focus on the money you have. You can't be like, oh, I'm getting $1,000 in a month. Like you can't look at that future money. It's like, what am I working with right now? I'm working with $8,000 and four, five grand in credit, right? So to get to that point though, 2015 was a big year um, of change for me. So uh, the biggest tips that I found helpful were um, picking up side gigs, number one, and diversifying your skills. So the biggest thing I did in 2015 was I got um, certified to teach English as a foreign language. So I got a TEFL certification. Now, a lot of times in order to make money, you have to spend money, right? So I spent about $900 on the certification through International TEFL Academy, right? For a certification that never expires. And then that with my paired with my bachelor's degree in any subject, I majored in marketing, but it could be in any subject, um, will get you a job easily in South America, very easily or Central America. But professional certificates like that, you can write off in your taxes. But when I say like start diversifying your skills, like English, you can teach anywhere. So um, picking up side gigs, like look at what you can do. Do you love dogs? Are you great at walking them? Maybe try wrote the Rover app or like walk some dogs or are you great at organization? Could you become like a hus uh, sorry, a hustler? <laughs> Could you become a <laughs> closet? <laughs> Wait, please leave that in. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Could you become a um, closet organizer if you're great at organization, right? And sites like Upwork and Fiverr did not exist for, or I didn't know how to use them six years ago. So the fact that in 2021, I'm we can help people say, hey, get a side gig, you know, use the gig economy, drive for Uber, drive for Uber Eats. Like none of this existed when I was doing this. So I really, I was like on care.com, you know, looking for like, who could I babysit, even though I'm, I'm not a, not a babysitter, <laughs> but I was so desperate for like, what other skills do I have? You know, like I can move, I can count, blah, 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 blah. So this is a double whammy when I say pick up side gigs, one to make cash, two to diversify your skill sets. But and I'll get into this later. You can use them while you're on the road as well to make money. That's my biggest tip or well, number one tip. So number two, phase things out of your life. And it's it's not so different nowadays, but back in the day, man, like I said, no concept of saving it was really bad with money. Like I had money, so I always felt I had to spend it. I always felt I didn't know the value of a dollar. I loved my material things, right? right. I know you, <laughs> I know you relate because like I used to buy shoes, right? Yep. Yep. So I understand um, there was no Marie Kondo for us to watch on Netflix. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Um, I think, I mean, I think it all comes together. Like I, I, you know, I never was taught to save how much and for what. So um, phasing things out of your life. There were three big things that I noticed once I started getting my head together, I was spending a lot of money on shopping, nails, getting my nails done every two, three weeks and coffee. Um, I was expending, spending like a crazy amount on coffee, but that was my non-negotiable. I had to have that. So shopping, when I cleaned out my closet, I found bags and bags I had never used. And I'm like, this is actually a problem. Like this mm -hmm. is, this bag of unused clothes is worth $300. Mm -hmm. That's literally a flight from like Brazil to Colombia. 
<laughs> yeah. I always, rec- always, always recommend donating or see who needs them at first, like in your circle, you know, phasing things out of your life. Ca- nails, man, I don't even like nails. That's the old Leah. Cut that out so quick. I was spending what? $120, a month on nails. You don't need Damn. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and then even so, like, um, this, uh, you know, I was going out with friends a lot and I decided to cut back on that, not completely cut it out, but only go out like once a week. Friggin' Uber and Lyft didn't exist in 2015 in Vegas. So we're still paying for taxis. Taxi is <laughs> expensive too. Phasing these unnecessary things, taking a good hard look at your budget and what you want to go somewhere with. And I'm speaking more specifically towards longer term travel. Even if it's like a month, it's like, what do you need for a month in this place that you're going to be? How much can you actually live on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the next biggest thing, of course, uh, phasing things out of your life turns into meal prepping. And I know people will tell you this all the time, but you can attest, Trizzy, how how like efficient meal prepping is, right? Like on time and money. Yeah, it is. But it's it takes so long. So you really it have does. to dedicate basically your Sunday or whatever mm-hmm. day you want to dedicate meal prepping to. But mm-hmm. it I mean it does help, you know, you just stick it in the microwave or put it in the stove, whatever you want to do, and then it's fast. It's fast throughout the week. So once you get that full mm-hmm. day of cooking, that whole week that you just mm-hmm. are putting in the microwave for two minutes and then you're ready to eat, that's like nothing, you know? 100%. Yeah. Yep. And I I mean, I used to meal prep on like Sundays and Wednesdays. So I'd cut it in half. So maybe it'd be only like an hour each day. And it's different nice. because like we discussed in the last duet, I'm vegetarian. So I was mm. prepping vegetarian food, right? I didn't have to cook meat. So um, there could be a time difference in that as well. Yes. Whereas, cause I, and I, and I, you know, everyone's different, but I love salads. Like I'm fine with the salad and PS way to get protein in there, put some quinoa, put some eggs, like put some edamame, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to make a salad really like filling. I know people are like salad, it's not food. I'm like, it's food. Trust me. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I love salads as well. And the thing with me is like, I love texture. So you could even just mm. throw like cashews or almonds to give it that yeah. crunch, you know? And that's so a lot of like good fats and protein. Mm. Yes. That'll make you feel full. That's good. That's what you need, right? Exactly. So, But I'm the same, like I like vegetables. So I'll literally lay out like five baggies and put like carrots and celery in five different bags, reusable bags, of course, you know, stasher bags, of course. Um and and that's it. Those are my snacks. Like make it easy for yourself to like grab things, right? Like mm-hmm. lay the these bars out or cook a couple hard boiled eggs at the beginning of the week, right? Like make it or a lot of times I'll cook like a whole pot of quinoa and like have it for the next four days and put some in my salad or I'll put stuff over it, like use it as a rice replacement. Mm-hmm. So how do you cook your hard boiled eggs? Do you usually wait? Have you tried it in an air fryer before? No, because I don't have an air fryer yet. <laughs> oh, girl, for those who does have an air fryer, I love making hard-boiled eggs in an air fryer. It's so easy. What? You just set it at 270 temperature, to uh-huh. 270, and you cook it for between 12 and 15 minutes, depending on how yolky you want it. Mm. You, mm-hmm. you know, why'd I say yolky? That's not even a word. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it is. Like if you want it well it done, <laughs> then you put it for like 14, 15 minutes. And then once you take everything out, you put it in a cold bath for about 10 minutes and then it's easy to crack. Okay. You don't have to like have that extra pot on your stove that's just sitting there and then having to wash it again. Oh my god! Air fryer, set it, forget it, and it's clean. Oh my gosh, girl. Where'd you get that air fryer? Costco? Costco. So when I say like cut back on things, as that was my number two tip, phase things out of your life. I meant like phase going out to eat five times a week, seven times a week, right? That is tough. Some people don't have any other option, right? So yeah. what I like to do is like, I don't like saying cold turkey, cut it out, like go from five to one time a week. Like, no, if you're eating out five times a week, try eating out only every other day right? Mm -hmm. Phase that out and then start moving to meal prepping. Say like, oh, I'm just going to bring breakfast every day this week or whatnot. Or I'm going to just try to make breakfast um, at the beginning of the week, not focus on any other meal because you have to start in increments, right? You can't just go cold turkey on things. So um, saving on food is huge. I, I feel like it's one of the easiest things to be able to free up more of your funds for what you really want to do. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times we're paying for convenience. Um, oh, most times we're paying for convenience when it comes to food, but like, is the food actually good? No. Did it make us right. happy? No. Just made us feel sluggish afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your air fried egg will make you feel like Superwoman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then uh, one of my last tips, these are all pre tips before like, leaving for your trip, right? Like how to save, how to budget. One of my last tips is I'm not going to dive too deep into this because there are a lot of people out there, you know, the points guy, nomadic Matt that do this better than myself, even Trizzy, but use like travel rewards cards, right? Like make automate your finances for one so that you don't have, you know, how much you are working with, right? Once your bills are paid. And then, um, For debit card, get the Charles Schwab debit card because there are no foreign transaction fees and ATM withdrawal fees are reimbursed. I go to a lot of more developing countries. A lot of the ATMs run out of money quite often, Um, but you you still need to withdraw and they're hugely cash economies. So I want to withdraw money. Uh, Charles Schwab has been one of my best bets, but uh, two credit cards that I can recommend that are great. I wish I had like an affiliate link for them, but I don't. I've heard many, many travelers use these cards, Capital One Venture Card and the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Usually they come, you know, at a zero fee the first year or a massive signup bonus. Like recently Chase had like an 80,000 point signup bonus. And then there's a fee after the first year. But look into those two. Those are two of the most popular cards in the market. And then as far as both debit and credit, check out any local credit union in your area. Local credit unions are great because they work with the community for the community and they're usually fueling money um, and services back into the community rather than like these bigger banks. So that's my piece on cards. Those are all the tips before going. Really quick on the road, slow down your spending if you can and do it from the beginning. Because when I was in South America for a year, I didn't slow down my spending till the last four months. <laughs> and so I was like going ham, going hard, doing everything, not saying no, which was fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, 
maybe you can like breathe in and breathe out and be like, okay, like, do I really need to go to like every single bar in Buenos Aires tonight to like tonight, tonight? (laughs) It's that excitement. I know, I know, I know. And, um, you know, volunteer house sit if you want. I know the Alternative Travelers just started a house sitting podcast. We're having them on the Nomadic Network soon. Um, volunteer in hostels. That's how I slowed down my spending immensely. I volunteered my way through Peru for about three and a half months. I was bartending in these bigger party hostels, Loki and Wild Rover. It was so much fun. Met so many locals, got to use my Spanish and had an amazing time. So right? you just so, go up to like the hostel owners and just see if they have like an opening. How do you approach that? Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, volunteer opportunities. Um, if you there's ways to join Facebook groups that may have some. So if you type in like backpacking Central America or backpacking Southeast Asia and you do a search, you'll be able to find some opportunities. Right. Workaway is a great website. It's about a $30 cost for the year for membership fee. But then you get access to all of these hostels and businesses. It's not just hostels businesses, farms, um, or like woofing around the world that's farm, you know, working on farms. Um, They're basically work for accommodation. And, you know, the Nomadic Network has tons of resources on this as well. Um, I've never woofed, you know, worked on farms. I'd love to. I think that'd be so, so cool. But for the hostels, I actually just emailed them directly. (laughs) And that was ballsy of me because you'll see a lot of these hostels on um, Workaway, but the big party ones, a lot of people just rock up and be like, hey, do you have any space on the bar staff? But I, you know, I pulled out my corporate self, even though I hadn't seen her in like nine months at that point. But I pulled out my corporate self and I was like, I'm just going to email them and be like, hey, I'm going to be in town in a few days. Like, can we chat for a few minutes? I'd love to see if, you know, I can join the bar staff. So it kind of kept me like put me top of mind, me reaching out to them rather than just like rocking up with my backpack on and saying like, Hey, like 50 other people here, I'd like to get a job, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So I found it a way to kind of like get in front of their eyes first and like, let them know I'm coming. But- we is coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> is there a tipping thing? Like, do you get tips that you can keep for yourself? Oh, uh, no, we didn't. We didn't accept tips. And if they left us tips, oh. we put them in like a charity jar. Mm -hmm. yeah I think the way we said that like if you want to you know do us some do something great uh we donate to charity or just buy us a drink (laughs) to be honest because we were we were allowed to drink as bartenders yeah you can imagine how that went could you uh that would never happen here (laughs) (laughs) but we were allowed to drink we just had to be able to work so we had to gauge how much we you know what I mean like like you can drink you just still got to be able to work at the same time (laughs) Okay. I was about to say, like, you're pouring uh, water and vodka together. Um, Second tip is couch surfing. I know some people are a little like, oh, about it, but um, I've used it a few times, not extensively, but it's a really, really massive community. And just what I can say about it, I'll keep it brief. Really, really read the reviews. Um, Make sure they're verified reviews. Try to talk to the people for a while before, you know, you agree to stay with them and trust your gut. If you, if you don't have a good feeling, just get out, leave. Mm-hmm. It's all on, you know, it's all exchange. Well, not exchange basis, like people offering up their couches, their rooms, like you don't owe them anything. And it all depends on what you're looking for. Like make sure you set boundaries, make sure communication is clear. 
How much does that usually, what was, what was the cheapest that you've couch surfed? Oh, so, well, couch surfing doesn't cost anything. It's all just like people. Yeah. That's what, yeah. It's all just people saying like, Hey, I have a couch. And usually they're like, I want to give back to the travel community because this is how I traveled. The world was by couch surfing on other people's couches. Gotcha. Oh, wow. That is interesting. Yeah. So my, my best and only experience, cause I've used couch surfing to meet people for drinks, but I've never used it to stay. I've only used it to stay once it was in Medellin in Colombia. And I was with my friend Jack and we stayed in this room that had its own bathroom in this guy's apartment, two bedroom, two bath. He wasn't even there. He's like, I'm an IT exec. And this was all in Spanish too. So I was really proud of myself that we didn't even speak English to him. But he's like, I'm a marathon runner and an IT executive. I work a lot. I have my own group of friends. He's like, I just have an extra room. I traveled a lot when I was younger. And to be honest, he should have been airbnb it out because it was like a double bed with a pull-out bed. He wasn't even there the whole time. He's like, oh, just mm-hmm. come in and like say hi. We're like, come salsa dancing with us. We'll buy you dinner. He's like, no, 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 that's okay. I got to work early tomorrow. It was like <laughs> the best couch surfing experience you could ever have, right? Right. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, try it out. I think there is a small fee to use it now. Uh, back oh, okay. in 20, yeah, back in 2016, there wasn't, there might be a small fee to use it now. Um, and okay, two last things before I have two things of motivation. Like I said, use those remote working skills. You know, if you find that you're running low on funds or you just want to upkeep your, you know, your brain, your like simulate your mind, right? Like um, if you picked up any remote working skills on Fiverr, Upwork, see if you can continue to do to do those on your travels. If you have a computer with you, I brought a computer with me, but I knew I was being, I was gone for a year. So most people who are gone for that long would, because they're like, well, I don't know what I'll need to do. If you're gone for a month, you know, I don't even know if it's worth working during that time. Cause you're gone for a month. So this rule probably only applies if you're gone for like three months or longer, depending on how much you've, you've saved up. But Um, you know, the world is digital after 2020, everyone started working remote. The world is digital. Nowadays, you can work from anywhere. If you feel that you're low on funds, hop on one of these gig economy sites and see if you can pick up some, some quick jobs. My last one is, you know, if you're traveling for a long time, don't be so bougie. Use that public transportation, eat that street food, stay in hostels, use some couch surfing, like, enjoy yourself of course like splurge in the little moments but you have yeah. to be realistic about you cannot buy a 50 dollars dinner every night unless you can most people i know cannot <laughs> most people that listen to this podcast cannot if you're gone for a long period of time y'all can't be spending 50 60 bucks on dinner every single night you know sometimes you literally just want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right <laughs> yep i love yep. mine yep exactly and so With these, you know, four tips preparing you to go, four tips during your travels geared towards longer travels, right? Who And budget travelers, which is myself, longer traveler, budget traveler. Two things, always keep your end goal in mind Um, before you're prepping to go. If you want to save eight grand like I did, you have to like, like have tunnel vision towards that goal, right? (laughs) Like eliminate the things that you don't, need because I promise you, you won't need, I promise you, you will not need them on the year that you're gone or the six months that you're gone. You won't even remember them. Nails? Who does their nails when they're backpacking? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they're just going to get all dirty. But, you know, if you need to write it on your mirror and lipstick or like put it on your screensaver, like, yo, I'm trying to get to save an extra two grand by the end of the month. Like really look at your finances and rearrange some things around. Keep that end goal in mind and test yourself for two weeks. How little can you spend for two weeks? Right. Like try it in like little increments. The last thing for me, bring way more money than you think you will need. I actually wish I went down there with way more money than I had. And I was only lucky that I won a settlement. I was only lucky that I had this like family inheritance. I was only lucky that I got as much in my taxes back that I did that year. You know, like all of that was not money I started with. So and then if there was a problem with my account, like getting into my accounts, you know, then it's like, right. oh, shoot, sorry, we have this $3,000 check here for you, but you can't use it till you come back. Do you usually take money out of the ATM with your Charles Schwab uh, debit card once you land? Or do you bring some cash with you first and then use that up? Wonderful question. Um, because the Schwab card is like so tried and true for me, I always um, get money when I land. And they say, if you have local currency wherever you're going, don't exchange it at the airport. I agree with them. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, if you need cash to get out of the airport, you're going to have to pull from a local ATM, which will have a pretty bad exchange rate. But then 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 only pull out, you know, 50 or 100 dollars. Don't pull out a thousand dollars, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but I never exchange. I never get local currency at the banks at home. It's just too expensive. Yeah. All right, girl, teach us how to to hack it up once once you you once you've saved the money using my tips. How are we going to use that money with you're you gonna use your money, but then you're going to get some back. Mm -hmm. That's the lovely part. So I've been on Rakuten when it was Ebates. And once they turned <laughs> once they right, because they're the same. <laughs> Rakuten was Ebates, and now Rakuten has like Steph Curry endorsing them. So Ooh. it's becoming big. Mm -hmm. Um and basically Rakuten is for online shopping. There's like in-store shopping too that you could get cash back on, but I'm not too familiar with that side. Everything mm -hmm. that I do, especially in the past year because of the pandemic, has been mm -hmm. online shopping. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are online shopping as well. So let's say I'm getting something at Nike. I have to go through Rakuten to get to the Nike site so mm -hmm. that the, the link, they know that I went through Rakuten to get mm -hmm. to Nike so I could get 4% cash back. So mm -hmm. the credit card that I use... You know, I have Bank of America. They are, they're always giving me cash back regardless. 3%, 2%, 1%, depending on the category. Mm -hmm. um, so on top of the credit card giving me cash back, I'm also getting Rakuten's cash back, mm -hmm. which I believe it's quarterly that they send you what they call a big fat check. And it's funny <laughs> because sometimes the big fat like, check could just be like seven bucks. Yes. But it's <laughs> seven bucks extra. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's cash. It's not like it's a credit to Nike store or yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond and stuff like that. It's cash back that you could check into your deposit. I yes. mean, you could deposit into your checkings. <laughs> Checking. How do you get um, Rakuten is an extension on your browser, right? How does it work? Yeah. How do you get it? So you could 
make it as a plugin where you just click on Rakuten and it sends you straight to the site. Or you could just type in Rakuten.com, create an account, and then oh, that's okay. it. As easy as that. Okay. They're also an app too. So okay. if you're purchasing on the go, you have to go through the app mm-hmm. instead of the okay. browser. So mm-hmm. one of the easiest ways to get cat, I actually do it. And my, my big fat check was a dollar 41 last hey. quarter, <laughs> but I forget, like, I mean, tell people how yeah. easy it is to like, forget that you're making money, you know, well, making money while you're purchasing right. things, getting some cash back. Yeah. For me, it's kind of, it's become religious for me, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning Good. I would always forget, but now I'm just like, all right, I'm not. I know that I'm online shopping. I know I'm going on here and there. So I'm going through Rakuten first. And sometimes like Amazon, they don't, they don't have cash back, which sucks Mm -hmm. because that's like majority of what I spend on. But I know like um, Fanatics, the stores that I use, Fanatics, Nike, Adidas, they all run through there. Okay. Um, Target, they get like a 1% cash back. Mm-hmm. And once you get into the groove of things, you'll understand, like, I'm not online shopping without going with the Rakuten. Okay. And for travelers, here's one of my favorite things about what I do with this. All right. So you have your credit card that's giving you cash back or another credit card that's giving you mileage. Right. So you have that. You have Rakuten. I'm looking at it's so weird. That I'm using all these weird fingers, but you have Rakuten. That's giving you physical cash back that you could deposit as money. And then if you're using Orbitz and you're mm-hmm. a loyal customer, you get Orbitz credit, which they call Orbucks. So okay. if I'm if I'm going through if I'm going on a trip that I'm using a third party, it's gonna be Orbitz mm-hmm. because I don't know of any other loyalties that has the orbits that has the orbits benefits okay which it's like a tier process so it's like Mm -hmm. a silver platinum and gold and once you get higher i've gotten free tsa pre-check for five years wow that is usually 80 bucks so what they do is that they redeem you in or or bucks so you pay 80 dollars. you send in the receipt first and then they give you the credit back Um, if you're getting, uh, a hotel that is orbits VIP and they'll have like a little tab on there, you'll get like, um, daily breakfast for free for two, or you'll get parking for free. That's usually like $30 a day. Um, but you have to ask for it. Once you get to the hotel, you have to say like, Hey, I'm an orbits, gold member platinum member and i saw that i had these type of benefits okay Um, wow so if you're and also if you're booking a hotel or a flight on top of the credit card cash back on top of the rakuten cash back you get orbucks cash back in credit so it's like i don't know how much money you're saving but you're getting Mm -hmm. and for me i've used my orbucks credit on my dubai hotel um i've used it on partial payment for a vacation package so yeah if you're using it constantly i would definitely go with orbits or whatever loyalty Mm -hmm. third-party site that you find but Mm -hmm. through experience and through research i found that orbits has been the best and most convenient for me Mm -hmm. um 
I have two questions for you. Yeah. What up? So do you have, um, don't you have a Rakuten referral link? Because if you do, we'll drop it in the show notes. I do. I do have Rakuten referral links. Dropping it. Okay. That will be in the show notes. Second, tell us a little more about Orbitz. I know there's, you know, like Hotels.com has Mm -hmm. um, free hotel nights. That's like their loyalty program. I personally like booking.com because um, you get cancellations really great. And I like cross referencing, but tell us more about um, Orbit's cancellation during these like COVID time, COVID times, like how, how they yeah. lightened up. Right. So they were very on it when COVID struck. Cause we had booked, you know, our Cancun flight by that time. Mm-hmm. And they sent an email saying like, if you want to cancel now, we'll give you everything back refund, full refund, um, no penalties, no nothing. Cause we understand, mm-hmm. um, in general, if you're booking hotels, it really just depends on the type of room that you're getting. If you're getting like a very basic standard room with like, you know, just like a bed and a bathroom, your your free cancellate you might not get free cancellation um if you're getting like a penthouse or something or uh-huh. <laughs> a, a, a step above then you'll get free cancellation but it okay. really just depends on um, the room type or something the room type yeah. and the hotel because sometimes you'll okay. get you know like a holiday inn but a basic room but holiday inn is a big chain so yeah. they will offer like free cancellation up until like two days prior to right your check-in Okay. Um, but so it's usually like a lot of boutique hotels that may not offer that free cancellation. So mm-hmm. fine print, got to read it as always. Um, okay. but yeah, like during COVID time, they've, they've been on the customer side. That's great. That I've So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the flexibility, like you have, like how you mentioned hotels.com gives you a free night with orbits. Mm-hmm. You could use the credit for rental cars for, um, vacation packages for flights mm-hmm. for hotels so whatever they sell you could use that for it you're not limited to just one category which is okay. a good thing for me yeah it's um really good. i know i love rakuten which also sometimes um rakuten may only give you like one percent cash back for let's say best buy okay but I use, I also use Alaska mileage shopping, which gives me mileage back. And usually, yeah. So if Best Buy on Alaska mileage shopping gives me like two points back per dollar versus 1% cash back, I'll probably go towards Alaska, you know, Mm because I'll get, I'll be getting more bang for my buck there. So unfortunately, you can't go Rakuten and try and sneak your way through Alaska mileage shopping or whatever. But um, and I'm speaking in general because I I personally use Alaska mileage shopping, but I know Delta, American, United, Southwest, JetBlue, they all have their own shopping links. And it's very much like Rakuten, but you're getting points Um, or sorry, you're getting mileage rather than cashback. Um, So you have to go through their site and then do the affiliate links and things like that. The cool thing about Alaska is that they have several partners. You know, they're partnered with Emirates, 
Qatar, Fiji Airways, Eva, I believe. Um, wow. ANA, even American, they're all like partners. So all the mileage that you're earning with Alaska, mm-hmm. you could use that towards those partners. Oh, I mm-hmm. use my Alaska mileage points for Maldives platinum overwater villa with pool. <laughs> I have to say specific because that is one of the most expensive yeah. rooms that they had. Uh-huh, and so uh-huh. I was able to, you know, gather everything and earn, what is it? Six, seven nights there with my points. You're kidding. Alaska, all yeah, of it was all of it. Oh, yeah. And I gosh. still, and I still have a lot of points or a lot of mileage remaining. <gasps> That's amazing. So if you are online shopping, I'm telling you, this is the way to go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Make your money work for you. Right. Exactly. Um, Another thing that's pretty cool with Alaska mileage shopping, and it also goes with a lot of other, all of the other airlines as well, is that they also have a dining option. It's not for all restaurants. They have a site where you could see the locations of which restaurants will give you um, mileage back. Mm, That's great. So Let's say, hey, Leah, I haven't seen you in a while. Let's go for dinner. I'm going to go on the Alaska dining site mm-hmm. and I'm going to see where in, let's see, Santa Clarita we could eat at. We're going to mm-hmm. go there. I use my credit card and then they just give me the mileage, you know. But there's also fine prints that you have to read there because they'll be like, you have to spend a minimum of $30 or. Right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> Or you have to go on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, mm-hmm. and things like that. So okay. it's a little tricky. Yeah. Yep. So, but I mean, it's good though, because if you're a person that likes to eat out and mm-hmm. not meal prep, which you should be meal prepping, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get more bang for your buck that way. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, the restaurant options aren't, you know, really that great right. on there that I've noticed, but. It's something. If you're hungry, you're hungry. You'll eat anything, right? 100%. Yeah. And the thing with that is, let's say you're a loyal loyal member to JetBlue and Alaska. The same credit card on um, JetBlue Dining as you have on Alaska Dining. Mm-hmm. It has to be one or the other. Hmm. They're competing okay. and they're like, you ain't going to yeah. cheat on us like that. Everyone wants th- them to use, everyone wants you to use their own card. Mm-hmm. Another one is that you could earn mileage through rental car companies. So not a third party like Orbitz that I mentioned. For me, um, if I find a really good price with National, that's usually my go-to rental okay. car company. Um, they give you an option for like, do you want your, your points to be redeemed as an extra, as a, as a free day of rental car? Or... Ooh you could have it sent to Alaska mileage. And so I was like, I'd rather have it on Alaska mileage because rental car for me, at least the experience that I've had with them, the cost has been very minimal to the point where I'm paying Mm -hmm. for it, you know? So an extra free day, which could value up to like 30, $50 isn't worth it for me. So I want to like contribute it to, you know, 
my Maldives hotel. Ta-da. Hundred <laughs> mm-hmm. so, percent. And it's I, yeah. the hotel and flights are going to be more expensive than a rental car, always, right? So always for mm-hmm. sure. And it's like the little little bit that counts too. Like you don't see it until you really like pull that trigger and get that hotel. You're just like, wow, all that saving <laughs> I did, yeah, <laughs> is like so worth it. Um, so yeah, so check out all your rental car companies if they give you that option. Even with um, Emirates and Qatar Airways, if you're purchasing their flights directly, and this is what I learned on my Dubai trip is that they give you that option too, because Alaska is a partner. They're like, do you want to um, save Qatar mileage or do you want to save Emirates mileage or do you want it to go to Alaska? And I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't really fly Qatar and Emirates. So yes, give give the thousands and thousands of mileage to Alaska because Mm -hmm. I use them a lot. And so I could just build on them. And knowing that I could if I decide to fly Emirates again, I could still use my points on Emirates. Yep. Yep. Yeah, those are all my my little tips and tricks that I usually do before before. Traveling. I love it. We had yeah. two completely different things to say, which is awesome. So it turns out that you're budgeting and saving and I'm yep. somewhat hacking or showing people. I literally just yeah. came up with the title right now, so. <laughs> We hope you found everything in this, you know, travel finances episode super helpful. Um, And we want to hear from you, all of your tips and tricks. DM us on Instagram, leave a comment in the YouTube comments. Uh, Let us know if there are any new sign-up bonuses for cards or what your favorite hotel booking website is. Mine personally is booking.com. Trizzy's got orbits. So um, we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget, we are on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you loved this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Subscribe, follow us on any podcast platform and YouTube so you never miss an episode drop. And we'll see you at the next episode, y'all.